And a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. A very warm welcome to you to As the Sun Sets. And so as we come to the end of the day, another opportunity for us just to spend a half an hour with the Lord, praising Him through the Psalms, reflecting on the Scriptures, and just thanking the Lord for the gift of this day. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Scriptures say that it's good for us to enter into the courts of the King with songs of praise and thanksgiving and to sing joyfully to the Lord. In light of that scripture, I'd like us to try this one more time and to lift your voices to the Lord. But we do well to remember the words of Francis of Assisi. He said it's important for us not to concentrate so much on the melody of the song as it is for our hearts to be singing to God. That's where the melody is. That's the harmony that God loves. So let's put our hearts and our voices together and sing this one more time. Scriptures also say that it's good to dance unto the Lord. Now, for the 
benefit of those who are listening to us, they cannot see us dance, but I can see you. So I'm going to ask you to do some motions to God as a united people. The first motion is very simple, that's to stand up. So everybody rise. There you go. The next motion is very easy as well, and that's to rock back and forth. Because we're one community, we're going to try to go in the same direction. Now let's continue with these gestures. On come, worship the Lord. I'd ask you to take your hands and extend them before you with your palms turned up. This is a symbol of our openness to God. For we are His people. Reach out and hold each other's hands. The flock that he shepherds, lift your hands up, keeping them held together. Alleluia, let your hands explode up into the air and kind of shake them around a little bit. There you go. Let's try putting it all together now and worshiping the Lord, not only with our voices, but with our whole being. Oh 
The Lord will be your everlasting light. Your God will be your glory. Alleluia. Psalm 122. The Lord is the hope of his people. To you have I lifted up my eyes, you who dwell in the heavens. My eyes like the eyes of slaves on the hand of their lords. Like the eyes of a servant on the hand of a mistress, so our eyes are on the Lord our God until he show us his mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. We are filled with contempt. Indeed, all too full is our soul with the scorn of the rich, with the proud man's disdain. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord will be your everlasting light. Your God will be your glory. Alleluia. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Alleluia. Psalm 123. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If the Lord had not been on our side, this is Israel's song. If the Lord had not been on our side when men rose against us, then would they have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled. And then would the waters have engulfed us, the torrent gone over us. Over our head would have swept the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord, who did not give us a prey to their teeth. Our life, like a bird, has escaped from the snare of the fowler. Indeed, the snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Alleluia. When I am lifted up from the earth, I shall draw all people to myself. Alleluia. The canticle is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. He destined us in love to be His sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. He has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of his will, according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ. 
His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. When I am lifted up from the earth, I shall draw all people to myself. Alleluia. Our Gospel reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 16, verses 29 to 33. His disciples said to Jesus, Now you are speaking plainly and not using metaphors. Now we see that you know everything, and you do do not have to wait for questions to be put into words. And because of this, we believe that you came from God. And Jesus answered them, Do you believe at last? Listen, the time will come, in fact it has already come, when you will be scattered, each going his own way and leaving me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may find peace in me. In the world, you will have trouble, but be brave. I have conquered the world. Well, let me just remind you once again that St. John is writing at the end of the first century. And uh, that's after the resurrection, the ascension, and the coming down of the Holy Spirit. And, of course, the people in, in what is presently called Turkey, these are the ones that uh, John was writing for and writing to, he was trying to encourage them because they were becoming somewhat despondent. And so he writes to them to encourage them. And I think all the gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they were writing to their people to encourage them because at the end of the first century, you will remember that uh, in the first century of the church, the, the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed. People were being persecuted and so on. So they, they were going through a bit of a tough time. And so John is writing to them now just to encourage them. And he uses in, uh, some instant incidences or opportunities or uh, um, things that arise out of the life of Jesus where he was interacting with his disciples at the Last Supper. And he, the, the disciples now say to him that now Jesus is actually talking in plain words and uh, we don't need to have any confirmation about what he's saying. We now believe because we believe that you came from God. So those early disciples that Jesus was talking to 
really now believe that Jesus is from God? Because up to now, they would have had their doubts. Just as at the end of the first century, people were beginning to wonder about this. Is Jesus the Son of God? Is the Holy Spirit not the one that is more important than Jesus and so on? So John is really writing to them to give them encouragement. And uh, and he uses these words of Jesus and he says, you know, at last, Jesus says to his disciples, you believe and he says, listen, remember, you're going to be scattered, each going his own way, leaving me alone. And yet I'm not alone. And then he speaks about the Father being with him, because the Father is with me. And I've told you all this so that you may find peace in me. In the world you, have, you will have trouble, but be brave. I have overcome. I have conquered the world. So Jesus telling his disciples, you believe in me now at last. The Father is with me, and I am with the Father and I have overcome, I have conquered the world. So here we have John taking out of the life of Jesus these words to give encouragement to the people at the end of the first century. And I want to say also that just as those people at the end of the first century were experiencing problems and they needed a bit of encouragement and lifting up, and that's what John was doing isn't it true that we also need this today in our own time? Because sometimes we also believe and sometimes have our own doubts about Jesus. You know, is, is he real? Um, did he really rise from the dead? Did he send the Holy Spirit? And, and you want to say to yourself, but I mustn't ask those questions. Of course we must ask those questions and not be afraid when those questions come to the surface in our lives. But we have to be really convinced about the words of Jesus in the gospel today when he says, I have conquered the world. And that's the encouragement that he gives his disciples before his death. He says, I have conquered the world. And John is saying to his disciples at the end of the first century, remember that Jesus, even though you might have your doubt, Jesus is saying, I have conquered the world. Be convinced about that. Let this be the, 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 something that, that overflows, that is really written into the very fiber of your being, that Jesus has conquered the world. We must really be convinced about that. And he's done that because the Father is with him and he is with the Father. And so also as we go our own ways into the world, be convinced that the Father is with us, that Jesus is with us. And it's in the strength of Jesus that we too can overcome and conquer the world. And now to do that, we must remember we are now in the days before Pentecost. And it's when the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost, that we can remember and celebrate the power of the Holy Spirit in us that enables us to conquer the world. So that's my prayer for us today, not to become discouraged when we find that we question our faith, we question Jesus and so on. Let's just ask the Lord, Lord, strengthen my little faith and help me to remember that you have indeed conquered the world. And if we are in you, and with the Father, that we too will conquer the world. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. He will teach you everything. The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
The Holy Spirit is the Advocate. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Holy Spirit, the Advocate, will remain among you, and he will dwell within you. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Holy Spirit, the Advocate, will remain among you, and he will dwell within you. Alleluia. Now Christ filled the apostles and the whole church with the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And in our evening prayer today, let us give thanks to him. Lord, comfort your church and make us ever grateful. Mediator of God and men, you have chosen priests to be your fellow workers. Through their saving ministry, bring all people to the Father. Be present in the hearts of the rich and the lives of the poor. Inspire people to care for one another, whatever their needs. Reveal your gospel to all the nations and restore the broken unity of the human family. Send your Holy Spirit to dry the tears of the world and may the Comforter turn sorrow into joy. Cleanse the dead from sin and take them up to heaven into the company of the saints. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, let the grace of the Holy Spirit come upon us so that we may hold fast to your will with fidelity and show it forth in a holy life. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
the beautiful voices there of Angelus singing for us a lovely piece of music called Pocari Cariana. A nice piece of music which brings us to the end of our evening prayer. And I want to thank you so much for joining me at this time. I know so many of you just love being with me at this time of the day as the day comes to an end. Some of you are listening now at... Uh, just uh, almost going on for 6 o'clock, and others are listening just before you go to bed at 9 o'clock. So you're lying in bed listening to me, and now you're going to turn over and go to sleep. Well, thank you very much for joining me at this time. May I just remind you about our very important um, pilgrimage to Rome, the Southern Cross and our South Radio Veritas. We're organizing a pilgrimage to Rome in September for the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. We're going to be away from the 2nd to the 11th of September, and I do hope that you're going to consider coming along with us. I hope to be able to be there to come along with you. Um, but please, what you need to do is go and visit the website, which is fowlertours.co.za, F-O-W-L, fowlertours.co.za. Read all about the pilgrimage there. You can also find out details about costs and so on. But you might like to contact Gail herself and just ask her about the costs and, uh, and, and, and that sort of thing and put your name down even provisionally for that matter so that uh, you're not going to be left out in the cold. So I'm really hoping that we're going to have 30 or 40 people coming on the pilgrimage with us in September. So do think about it. Um, the more people we have, the cheaper it's going to be. So all I ask you to do is go and visit the website and read all about it. Read about some of the other pilgrimages which uh, Fowler Tours organizes. And, and come along with us. We're going to Rome. We're going to visit all the wonderful basilicas in Rome. Um, we're going to see the churches. Of course, we're going to be at St. St. Peter's itself at the Vatican. And we'll also have an audience with the Holy Father on the, on the, on the Wednesday. And then after the, after the, um, uh, uh, the canonization of Mother Teresa, we're going to move across to Assisi and some of the smaller towns around Assisi where St. Francis would have uh, lived and visited and so on. And it's going to be a wonderful opportunity just to be together with people visiting all these holy places. And I can assure you that Assisi is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful place. So we're going to go to the beautiful Vatican, we're going to the beautiful Assisi, and uh, we hope we'll have about 30 or 40 pilgrims coming for this really historic occasion as Mother Teresa is pronounced a saint by Francis, Pope Francis on the 4th of September. Uh, keep your ears uh, tuned in to Radio Veritas because we're going to have some very important announcement on the 24th of, uh, of May. So uh, we want to build up a little bit of excitement about that. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now, but keep that in mind. The 24th of May, we're going to be making a very, very important announcement right here on Radio Veritas. But if you'd like to give Gail a call and book your seat already on this pilgrimage, give her a call. This is her number, 76 352 3809 0763523809 that's Gail's phone number tell her you want to book a ticket and <laughs> put your uh, pay your deposit or whatever it's going to be and uh, and come with us on the 2nd of May as we go to Rome for the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta okay well that's about it from me father emil enjoy your evening good night and god bless <laughs>